Go ahead and subscribe now to get the latest episodes. And if you like this video, give it a thumbs up. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship podcast, your place for life, love, and laughs in today's episode, relationship roles, pet peeves, and the word of the day. Yes. How you doing, babe? I'm good. You ready for this episode? I am. Ready to help some couples out tonight? Oh, yeah. This is going to be a big one. This is going to help them tremendously because this episode has a lot of good stuff in it that uh, I I believe stems from something that we talked about in our episode nine about uh, sexual fulfillment. You read read something in that episode that I think we said right then when you read it, we need to do a whole episode on that. Right. Right. (laughs) So uh, that's tonight. Yeah. Uh, Relationship roles. We'll see how this goes. Um, what is it you read, by the way? What 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 did you say? What did you what did you discover in that particular episode that was such a big deal that we felt like we needed to talk about it again? Okay, so we were talking about. Um, remember, I read Good Housekeeping. Yes, article, the good art. Yes, Good Housekeeping article, and that. it had statistics about sexual fulfillment. Yes, and so we were shocked by this particular one because right. I asked you what percentage of women would say they have sex to get their husbands to. Help with housework, and, and I said like fifteen percent or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, "That's way off." Right. So he was like, "Oh, that's too much." Right. No, sorry, Bob. It was too low. Way too low. Right. Eighty-four percent of women say they have sex to get their husband to help with housework. Wow. That's deep. So we got a problem clearly that not enough housework is seemingly being done. If you have to resort to some kind of other tactic to get it to happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. But what's crazy is that uh, down below it says mm-hmm. sharing chores is the third highest factor in successful marriages. Wow. Behind fidelity and a happy sex life. Wow. So saying, okay, being committed to one person is number one. That's right. the biggest factor. Exactly. Making sure there's sexual fulfillment, which we talked about in right. episode nine. Right. That's the second biggest factor. Right. And the third biggest factor is whether or not there's a sense that we are sharing the household chores. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's a big deal. Now, so, I have to just pause right here. Okay. Pause. Because I will say yes. that when we engage, yes. you are a lot more willing to do whatever it is whatever. that I Whatever. That's it's not true. even true. Please. I, it's true. When, so you're saying that you've used this same tactic I didn't say on I me. I used it. I'm just That's saying. That's not I'm, what you're saying? I'm not saying You're that. not saying you regularly no. use this tactic? No, I do not regularly use it. Okay. But I will say <laughs> that I'm it is beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> it is beneficial. So I get it, ladies. I get right. it. I do. So, now, now here's the funny thing. I'll be honest with you. I think men who are in relationships like this would willingly be manipulated by their wives <laughs> in that way. I'm serious. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Go ahead. You do whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? To get me to do chores. <laughs> if that's involved, that's fine with me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, maybe this will help some people. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. So, so what we're talking about today is relationship roles. So yeah. what we're really saying is that we believe you would be happier in your relationship if you and your significant other decided that you were going to divide what your chores are, your jobs, your roles, whatever. And and this can go beyond actual household things. It can go beyond chores. But right. 
there's a list of things that we have in our relationship that we either like or don't like doing or we have to do because the other one's not doing it or whatever. Right. And I think if we had conversations with each other up front Mm -hmm. and said, here's what I think you should do, here's what I think I should do, whatever, I think that would make it a lot better. I agree. And nobody told us. Nobody. Nobody told us. Not one. That (laughs) you need to do that. Nobody said at the, you know, when you first get married, it's a good idea to talk about who's going to do what and that kind of stuff. So I think that... At any point in your marriage, I think you can do this, though. I agree with that. Now, here's the other thing. I actually feel like we started doing this out of necessity because we we kept having recurring arguments over things like this. Right. And I think we determined that it was going to be a lot easier if we just decided, hey. This is your job. Right. You're going to do it. Now, this is not saying that you can't help out each other. Like if, you know, the person is working late and the dishes are supposed to be clean that you can't clean them. Right. But the point is, this is your job. And if it's not done, it's your fault. So there's no pointing fingers. There's no arguing about who should have done it. Right. Because, you know, you said yes to doing that. Now, the the, the thing that I think can be a little sticky is that if you say you're going to do it Mm -hmm. and then you don't. Right. That could bring a whole nother set of arguments. You're right. It has to be that what you say you were going to do, yes. you actually do it. Okay. Now, I actually think that the way that we determine who does what has a lot to do with that, though. So if True. if we if people follow um, these sort of guidelines mm-hmm. in how you determine who's going to do what, That's I true. think that will determine in some ways whether or not this is something that a person will be willing to do or not willing to do i don't think the way that this works is the wife just says you got to start doing this right you know what i'm saying there needs to be a conversation where you're actually deciding based on some factors Mm -hmm. who should do what based on certain things we're going to share that with you in a second okay so let's first start with some of the things that you have to do in the home okay let's go (laughs) ready washing dishes (laughs) okay washing dishes clean the kitchen uh, washing clothes. Washing clothes. Cooking. Cooking. Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. That's a good one. Helping the kids with homework. Mm, that's a good one. That is. Yeah. Vacuuming the house. Vacuuming. Cleaning yes. the bathrooms. Who cuts the grass? Cleaning the house. Who takes out the trash? Who keeps the car maintenance up? Right. Maintaining the yard. Okay, so those are just a few things. Yeah, that, that's, that's not exhaustive. No, you know, there's, a few there's things that we yeah. know as everyday, everyday things that you have to do. Yes. So once you establish the things that have to be done, then you have to figure out, okay, who's best to do what? So here are the three things that we think help us to decide who's in charge of what. The first thing is, who is the person that is most passionate about this particular thing? Right. Okay. If one of you is more passionate about it, I think that person should be the one in charge of it. So let me give you an example. John does the grocery shopping. I and do. I'm going to tell you why. When we I first do. got married, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just go into a role that your parents, right. you know, in your house, you. in your, your mom, household. In yeah. your mom, your mom My did the mom grocery did the shopping. shopping. So I thought that's what I was going to do. Right. So I go to the grocery store and I just, you know, <laughs> we, we ate Miracle Whip. We didn't do mayonnaise growing up. Miracle Whip. And First of when all, I, <laughs> it should be Hellman's and nothing else. Okay, good. I, I agree now. Good. All right. But I still do like Miracle Whip though. Nobody wants sweet. <laughs> I love the sweet, <laughs> sweet tangy thing on their sandwich, man. So anyway, 
I bring home Miracle Whip. I bring home like some generic ketchup trying to be, you know, safe. It wasn't money. generic. You bought Hunts. What's wrong with Hunts? It wasn't Heinz. Okay. How was I supposed <laughs> to know that? I don't we know. did not sit down and have a conversation about what brand you need to buy at the grocery store. These are important decisions, guys. So when I got home, he has a hissy fit. No, I just over, sent you back to the store. No, it wasn't he had a hissy fit. He didn't send me back. He went back. <laughs> That's true. And I said to him, you know, if this is something that you're passionate about, maybe you should be doing which the he grocery was, <laughs> then maybe that should be your job. And right. that has been the way ever since. Yeah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, so it's actually a win for us both. You know, yeah. it, it, it's something I actually like doing. I didn't know I liked it. Um, part of the thing for me is I know where everything is in the store. I can go in and be in and out in like 10 minutes, even if I have a bunch of grocery shopping to do. It's no problem for me. I have a way of doing it. I get the car to go around to get the different. I take uh, hours. Yeah, I have no she, idea where anything is. April calls me when she has to buy just, something. What aisles is in? You know, <laughs> she has no clue. Yeah, so it's terrible. It, it's like a system for me, and I like it. I have fun with it. it. It's it's easy. I like to get certain things and make sure we have those things at home. Okay, so, so you're passionate about that. I'm passionate about okay. it. Okay. Number two. Okay, so um, number two is which person is better at something? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if one of us is better than the other at something, then we should say, even if I don't necessarily like it, we know it has to get done. The fact that I'm better than April at, or the fact that April's better than me at that particular thing probably means that that person should be in charge of it. Well, for example, yes, I clean the bathrooms in a way that I feel is... The appropriate way to clean the bathroom. You don't have to be, uh, you know, whatever with this. You clean the bathrooms better than me, and it doesn't offend me yeah, at all. That's fine. I don't I'm just the, saying. And I'm not dirty. I no, just, he's not. It, it's when, just that when April cleans the bathroom, you could actually eat off the floor. I'm just, you know what I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> when you have, you know, things under the toilet. Yes. You know, on right. the side, you got to right. get everything. You right. got to go down right. in that. Yes. She's you know? better at it so by far. I feel like I'm better at that. Right. So that's why that's my job. Right. Okay. But you actually don't mind doing it either. No, I don't. So I don't that, mind doing yeah, it. Yeah. But if, I'm going to be honest with you, if, if you did it better, I'd be fine, You'd be fine giving, giving it, up. it up. Right. Yes. But I'm sure that's I, true. I, I know that I like I like it done a certain way. Right. And so, I mean, I'm better at that yes. than you are. Yes. So. All right. So know. the third thing kind of ties in with the first two a little bit but not really the third thing is whoever's the most particular about how something is done that person should be the one that's why he grocery shops that's Hello. All, that's also why i wash the dishes <laughs> so early on in our marriage my wife you mean i don't know why that's why the dishwasher washes the dishes whatever i'm the one who loads I'm the dishwasher saying. whatever you want to call it the point is April loads the dishwasher <laughs> in a way that doesn't really get them all clean because they're kind of all, you know, jumbled up and not really organized. Yeah. Sorry, babe. That's true. Anyway, that's just the bottom line. I mean, so I'm very particular about it. And what, here, here's what happened. April would be the one who's doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. And I would either stand over her and tell her to do it differently. Or once she's done loading the dishwasher, I would like reorganize it. And it just didn't make any sense that... I'm that particular about it, and yet she's doing it. If 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 I'm that particular about it, I should be doing it myself. Right, because that would mind. actually make me feel bad, because I'm like, okay, I'm doing this for us, especially right. early on. Right, you know, right. Um, made you then, feel like it made you feel like you couldn't do it right or something like that. Right. And I wasn't trying to be critical. I just had my particular way that I thought it should be done, and she had no problem giving it up. And so I gladly handed it over. <laughs> yeah, she cooks. She's you the know, principal cook in the home. Yeah. And after she's done cooking, I go in there and I. Load the dishwasher, you know? Now, 
let's talk about this because even though I cook, okay, I'm the head of cooking yes, in this house. Right. But I have asked my husband, will you please provide the meals on Thursday and Sunday? So he agreed, okay, yes. I will take, you know, two days a week. Yes. And so, you know, I know that I can depend on him for those two days. Right. So it's not that you have to do it all the time. It's but just that you she's in to, charge of it. Yeah. And you have to establish who's going to do what when. Yes. Basically. Now, here's the other benefit of this whole thing. First of all, if nobody has the job, if we haven't determined which one of us is in charge of something, then when something goes wrong or something goes undone, there's really nobody to blame. And so what ends up happening is we argue more with each other about mm -hmm, the situation mm -hmm. because nobody really had that job description under their title. Right. But once we determine that she's the person who cooks and I'm the person who cleans the dishes, then if the dishes are not clean for four days straight, now we know what the problem is. Exactly. And there's really no argument. Right. It's John, how come you haven't done the dishes? You know, we have company coming. You know, we don't even have that conversation, really. It just happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you, you don't have to argue about it because you know necessary. there's no blaming. Right. You know, yes. and it, it, there may be a situation where um, a spouse may be irritated because it's not done at your timing. Right. You know, the time you want it to be done. True. But I think that you have to... Um, be able to control that as well. You have to allow the person who took on this job to do it at his or her own pace and to do it in a way that fits their personality. You can't make them do it the way you would do it. If, in fact, it becomes too hard for you to continue to allow them to do it their way, then maybe you should consider taking it because you're the one who's particular about it. But I would say that you can also establish time limit on stuff. I think you like can. You can if you say, you know, if you're the one that cleans the kitchen, Every night the kitchen needs to be clean before we go to bed. Right. Like we know that. Right. You know, unless the circumstances might be whatever you, you know, you, you, you skip a day, but the right. next day you clean it. Right. The point is, if it's known up front, every night before bed, the dishes need to be out of the sink. Again, it's an agreement between it's the two agreement. of us that we have in a conversation that makes all and the difference. And you say, yes, I'm going to do that. Yes. Now, if there are days when that's not done, you know, you can't nitpick in every time, right. you know, it's right. got to be where you're, you're patient and understanding. And you let the person do their job. I mean, they right. took that job, let them have control of it. Exactly. They said they were going to control it, let them do it. Let you know, I think it. it's also important that we realize that uh, as a couple, we don't have to necessarily do this in the traditional way. Mm -hmm. we, we can kind of decide, right. we can kind of decide to just do it, you know, how we, we want to do it. Yeah. You know, it's our family. Right. It, it's our new family. We decide what we want to do. It doesn't right. really matter. Right. We don't have to follow the way, you know, like the traditional thing says the man's supposed to take out the trash. Right. And the woman's supposed to cook. Exactly. You know? Right. And in our case, not everything is traditional. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, you do the grocery shopping. True. And I like painting the and walls you, you and painting, painting cabinets. You be painting and, cabinets and all kinds yeah, of Yeah. Right. Which could yeah. be considered a man's job. That's true. So, yeah. That is so important because yeah. sometimes I think we feel like, man, I have to do it the way that it was done in my home that I was brought right. up in. Right, right, yeah. But, you know, you have to be okay with creating your own family. And doing your own way. And doing your own way and not worried about what other people are going to say about it. Yeah. I actually you know? think that's one of the fun things about marriage and about being in a relationship like we're in is that, we get to wipe the slate clean and decide for ourselves how we're going to do it. Right. It's kind of fun yeah. to just look at an empty canvas and just paint what we want to paint. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be the way somebody else has exactly. looked. And it works for us, so, you know, it's So fun. a lot right. of this, though, has to do with control. 
It does. Very true. Usually there is somebody who is controlling mm. and wants things to be done a certain way, At a certain, certain time. time. Yeah. And if it isn't, you know, they're right. going off on somebody. Right. Right. And you kind of have good. to, you, it's not good. Right. It's not going to work that way. Right. Very you know, true. You have to be willing to take on a job, say that you're going to do it, do what you said you're going to do. Right. Okay. But, but also being patient with the person. Yes. And understanding with the day-to-day life and busyness and, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, too. so that's one more, the, the benefit of arguments and being able to settle them and not have them in the first place because we know whose job is what, that's one benefit. Right. The other one is that it helps you in a tiebreaker. So. If a particular person has a role or responsibility that you guys have agreed to is their job, then when there's a disagreement about that thing, the person who is in charge actually gets the tiebreaker. The only way that works is if you are considering everyone's feelings about the situation. Absolutely. You know, we're not talking about couples who are not considerate of each other and you're being selfish. We're not talking about a dictator type situation either. No. No, at all. So this is this is definitely uh, not to be abused or misused. Right. But we're saying in those rare occasions where you cannot settle an argument about a particular thing, whoever's job that is, they're the one. I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's just say that uh, April and I have decided that I am the person who ultimately gets to choose which cars we drive. Now, of course, April wants a particular car and she likes this car and we go look at it and all this stuff. But what happens when uh, we disagree about the... I don't know, reliability of the vehicle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, we go back and forth about this particular car and we can't decide. Well, I think the person who has the job description, who's that person, and the reason why we determined that it would be me instead of her is for one of those reasons. Either I'm more passionate about it or I'm better at it yeah. or I, uh, I'm i particular about it. And so that's why we came to that decision. And so in that case, it makes sense that I would break that tie because we agreed that I was going to be the head of that department. But one thing I know is he will not get a car that I don't like. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. So I mean, what's the point? You know, you have to think about. Yeah, you have, yeah to. you have to think about the person. Yes, exactly. So I'm not trying. It's not a way to control your spouse. This is just a way to make sure you guys have a happier marriage. And guess what? According to the survey, you're gonna enjoy your marriage. You're gonna enjoy your sexual fulfillment. You're gonna enjoy your your relationship with each other a lot better because number three on the list of things uh, for happy marriage is whether or not we split the chores. So I also read an article that talked about um, women wanting more sex when men do household chores. Wow. So it's not just about... That's a good article. I mean, it's true. <laughs> so men, get out there. Listen, man, bust so you, them dishes, man. Make them look shiny. I'm telling you right now. I mean... That will set the table for tonight. <laughs> so All actually right. go set the table. Okay, you could do that too. Set the table. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that'll be maybe make some a dinner. little foreplay. I don't you know? know. Yeah. You know what, man? Honestly, we talked about this in that episode nine. The reality is your wife actually gets turned on when you get involved around the house. So start doing it, man. It's true. Yeah. And then do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Pet Peeves. All right. Let's do it. Yes. Okay, so we each have a pet peeve. Well, we have many. We, we've talked about this before. <laughs> we have several pet peeves each. We actually like to get reactions on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can uh, comment and share with us whatever pet peeve you have. Maybe you agree with ours. Maybe you have your own that you want to talk about. So we'd love to hear your pet peeve. So April, yeah. what's yours? Well, my pet peeve is when adults... Grown folk. Grown folk cough without covering their mouth. Wow. <laughs> I mean, literally, like... 
walks in a room and just be like, (coughs) (laughs) (coughs) and you standing right there. And I'm like, you didn't cover your mouth. (laughs) Like everyone learns that when they're five. Right. I mean, or, you know, younger than that. Two. Right. (laughs) I mean, I saw a little two year old Thomasum. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that just, you know, And this is a grown woman. Grown woman. Coughing all in your face. All in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of my pet peeve? What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve is when salespeople follow me around at stores like Best Buy mm-hmm. and I know more than they do. Mm. It really annoys me. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to oh, talk man. to you. I'm, I'm in here trying to buy this thing that I've already researched on my own. And here I am looking down the aisle, and right. you're walking around asking if I need help. I already told you I'm good. I know what I need. I'm fine. Nah, I don't need your help. I'm good. <laughs> right. I know more about this product than you do. And I'm coming in to get what I want and yeah. leaving. Let me let me just get up and go. Now, here's what's funny. I used to work for Circuit City back in the day. You remember, I remember that? remember that. The difference between Circuit City and Best Buy at that time, everything was about the salesperson trying to yeah. get other people to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best Buy was the place where you could go and they would leave right, you alone. Right, right. And so I actually liked shopping back then at the store that I didn't even work at. Right. So that they would leave me alone. Now these days, man, these guys don't leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, not yo. even going to tell you what happened to me at Best Buy what the last to time you? I went. Got hitting on you? And I was like... I'm not even man, trying at, to. That happens at every in, store you go to. I'm man. coming in what? to get a particular item. This is what I want. Please go back there and get. Don't be talking. About, oh, you trying to? You want how many? You want five? Well, I remember that. Oh, I, you want April, ten? I was on the phone with you. I, I remember like, that. I know. I was like, no, I'd like for you to go to the back and get me the one that I'm asking for. <laughs> Did you say two? No, you want three, don't you? You want three? I was like, oh my goodness, uh, and just continued until I said. um I think he heard me say to you, "Yeah, this guy's this dude over, me." And then all of a sudden, he got attitude and was just like, "We don't have any in the back." <laughs> you just I was like, "Wow, mojo. man, those are our pet peeves." Yeah. I don't know if you have any. Share yours with us, and uh, we'll be excited to hear them. Now it's time for word of the day. All right, what's our word, babe? Word of the day is solidarity. Solidarity. Here's what it means. Unity or agreement of feeling or action. Mutual support within a group. So what we're really saying Mm. is that in this whole relationship roles thing, it's got to feel like there's a mutual support between the two. There has to be solidarity in this situation. I think the point of the word solidarity is that I feel like there is somebody that's in this with me. Yeah. That, that I'm not doing it by myself. Yeah, we're a team. You know, we're a team. We're yeah. together. And it doesn't mean that we do everything equally or that we do everything at the same level or that we're always comparing to find out and make sure that I did it as long as you did. Hey, you only right. did it for 10 minutes. I did it for five. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. There's got to be this feeling, though, that I'm not by myself. Yes. There's solidarity between us. I'm doing, I'm doing it this alone. T- yes, it's me I'm and telling you together. because that makes, that makes spouses mad. Yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, it really does. And then you begin to resent the other. Yes. And it becomes a really bad situation where yeah. you roll in your eyes at folks when they walk by. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and mad they came in the room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't good. Right. Because they're not helping out. Right. Something that simple, but yes. actually is deep. Yes, it is. You know. So we got to practice solidarity, y'all. If you're in a relationship, you've got a significant other, you've got to feel like there's mutual support between the two of you. Definitely. Because you're in this thing together. I'm in this with you, babe. Oh, yeah. I know All the way. Are. We'll see y'all next time. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks for watching Just John and April. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Also hit that notification bell to be notified about our next episode. See you next time. Bye.